Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of Keem Drops the Ball, Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. Ooh. Yeah, baby, the Saints breaking news. But as always, the the the, the Chronic Podcast is brought to the by the Pelican House in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, twenty five seventy two City Place Court. They have one hundred thirty six draft beers. You need them all because LSU can't hit for shit in baseball. <laughs> um. It is. They they are looking like they ain't hosting a regional. They'll be lucky to get a bid. They got swept by Florida. But the Pelican House, they have a great menu. Duck braised nachos, all of it. Uh, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Support them because they support us. All right. Andrew's got to get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, so we got to – we got to bust through some Satan news and get to the bracket. Dave, I don't know where yeah, you real, real quick about me getting up. My kid has a procedure to get his earplugs out, ear tubes out, and they tell me to get there at 6 a.m. So I'm like, all right, 6 a.m., so the procedure's at 6.30, right? Nope. The procedure's at 7.30. So they expect me to entertain a sleepy toddler for 90 minutes to prep for this procedure that takes all of 10. So basically they've they've uh, they've asked you to go to hell and back, right? Yes. Oh yeah, I'm bringing the iPod. He's I'm bringing the iPod. He's going to be watching movies. <laughs> There's Dave. Hey. All right. Um so the Saints have actual news today where they re-signed Paris Harrelson, uh which is good because they traded a future Colston for him. Um <laughs> But, Andrew, I'm going to start with this. They brought in Champ Bailey for a visit, which he's older than dirt. He's 35, but he does yep. play corner. He might be willing to play some safety. Uh, the thoughts on the Saints maybe signing Champ Bailey? Well, Rob Ryan does love his safety. Um, but no, no, seriously, the Saints need a, a corner. They need a starting corner. Um, is Champ Bailey starting quality at this point? I don't think so. Uh, but I love the uh, the move because look, I, I kind of view Harrelson and, and Bailey as kind of the same thing. You need good locker room guys. You need a veteran presence. And look, corners we know this. I mean, they go down like flies. I mean, we saw this year with T. Rob. We saw it this year with uh, 
Jabari Greer. So you, you need to be five, six guys deep at that position. And the Saints are about one and a half deep at that position right now. So, I mean, even if, even if Chad Bailey signed to a very nice cap-friendly one-year deal um, and he's the fourth guy on the roster, he's probably going to play a lot and he's probably going to start at some point. And that's a guy that you want teaching your younger players how to play. So um, I don't even care – how good he is at this point in his career. They, they just desperately need depth. I'm not expecting this guy to come out and be a five-interception stud starter, but they just need any kind of depth they can get. So I really hope they sign him. Uh, Kevin, uh, I know you're a big fan of signing old, washed-up veterans for the comic value. Um, the Champ Bailey signing, what was your initial? what was your initial thought? My thought was, God, he didn't retire when Denver cut him. Actually, my initial thought was, "Wow, this really ju- this just happened." Because I lit- I have not checked my phone or anything. Like I, like all this breaking news you're talking about in the pre-show, I, I have no <laughs> idea what the hell y'all are talking about. I literally like got got out of wrestling practice, and I then do this. So that's oh, well, let me tell you, there was some breaking news on Saints Nation, buddy. <laughs> What, uh, yeah, Andrew, that that must have been huge from a traffic standpoint, huh? Yeah, I think my, well, first of all, my top five most ever hits in a day, like three yeah. of the five are April Fool's jokes. Um, <laughs> but I think the most, the most I've ever had traffic-wise is maybe like 10K, maybe 15K. And oh. I had 200, I had 200K today because of the uh, Fox Sports. Um, 200,000? Yes. Hits, not page views? Uh, correct. Wow. Yeah. I think that's more than I than we've ever done. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. 200,000, uh, damn. I mean, just, let's be honest, I was never going to get exposure for my writing, so it's kind of fitting that uh, a big hoax that, that's media savvy and building a social buzz to the extreme, Juge, traded to the Raiders. The only thing you needed, the only thing you needed to do was have uh, breaking from Adarn Schefter. And if you would have tricked, if you would have, if you would have been able to rope in Peter King, you could have done a million. You could have crashed. You could have crashed uh, your 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 blog. Oh, well, actually, my blog did crash, and the whole <laughs> network almost crashed today because of that. Nice. <laughs> you need to be a social media coordinator for, like, the Kansas City Royals, Juge. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. I like that you fucking picked the Royals of, yeah. all, of all teams, of like, just anybody. No, not just anybody, like the Royals. Um, Dave. Deshaun Jackson got cut, and there was like about a 10-minute window where Saints fans were like, we want Deshaun Jackson! We want Deshaun Jackson! Your thoughts on the Saints, and should they have sniffed around there? Should they have tried to sign him? Let me put it this way. If his market... Are you really asking this question? Yes, I am, because it's newsworthy. If the market for him collapses, should the Saints go after him? That's no. not going to happen. Somebody's going to pay him. I mean, they may not pay him $10 million a year, but, you know, somebody will pay him like 7 or 8 maybe even 9 Uh I mean, he's definitely a, a good talent. 
but the Saints can't can't even sniff him right now as far as uh, money is concerned. They're looking at guys like Champ Bailey. Okay, they're not looking at Deshaun Jackson. Uh, you know, to to think that they would have uh, taken an interest in him or, or taken a look at him, I, I think, is a little silly. Um, does the Andrew? How big of a concern? I mean, how big of a concern is it for you? You know, because the Saints they don't go after guys with really low character knowingly. They might have a serial rapist in their locker room, but they didn't know it at the time. They didn't know it at the time. That's terrible, man. That is That's terrible. terrible. That's terrible. I'm a terrible person. But but the point is like they don't they don't have they don't go after guys of questionable character. Um I mean, in the Saints' defense, I mean, Sharper did get a job at NFL Network. I mean, no. he had everybody fooled. He seemed like a high-character guy. Yeah, he did. I mean, what you do in your personal life has nothing to do with what you do in your professional life. I think it's very easy to keep those two things separate. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing, Dave. I think the Saints actually – I mean, I think he disagreed with it to an extent in that they try to bring in guys that they view as generally good people. Well, of course, and that's what I'm saying is that the Saints would have never known, yeah, what he does in oh, his personal yeah, yeah. life. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, agree. So, I mean, that's pretty much the the entirety of the um, of the Saints news. So, um, when we got some good, no, for- no, that's not true. They resigned Paris Harrelson. Yeah, they did. I forgot about him. It, is is he's a good? I mean, he's Andrew. He played about forty percent of the time, and he and he and he's good against the run. Um, he did have three and a half sacks too. Yeah, blitz a little bit. Um, but how how old is he now? He's not that old, but he did tear the tricep. Um, yeah, he he's got he's thirty, but he did tear yeah he did tear his uh, tricep. So he's or his pectoral muscle. So he's coming back from a tough injury, and that was late in the season too. So we'll see how he does. But you know he's a good player. He's good against the run and. That's just another another one of those guys that he's not. He's going to be a role player. He's not going to play a ton, um, but uh, he's a guy I like, and I'm happy they brought him back. Our our last bit of actual Saints news is for you, Kevin. Charles Brown signed with the Giants. <laughs> do you want to do you want to do you want to say goodbye and sum up the Charles Brown era for the people? Oh, what's that? You don't give a shit. Oh, okay. Hashtag higher held. Hashtag higher held. All right, we're gonna get to the we're gonna get right to the third bracket of the yeah. of this the worst saint ever, uh, most hated. Yeah, what, what's what's the URL again? It is challenge. Challenge. With an O. Oh shit! Everything just crashed on me. With slash worst saint ever. All right. This bracket, Andrew, I don't know if we had a name. This was like the criminal fat guy. This is like the criminal bracket. They got a lot of guys that did a lot of uh, nefarious things in this bracket. Yeah, it's too bad we left Andre Royal out of this one. Yeah. Um, number one seed, Russell Erksleben versus Mike Buck. Russell Erksleben has gone to prison twice for Ponzi schemes. <laughs> He puts Kevin Hauser to shame. He does. He Kevin Hauser is like a like a 
reputable businessman. Yeah, what's that? What's that uh, makeup company that women do, like door to door? Avon. Yeah, Avon. Avon. Mary Claire, like he's Avon. Mary, Kevin Howard's the Avon lady compared to Russell Erksleben. But Russell Erksleben, the Saints picked him number one in the 1979 draft, and he was a kicker, which is bad enough. But he was he couldn't punt, he couldn't kick, and during the Senior Bowl. When they were scouting him, his back was bad, and they still picked him number one. Uh, Mike Buck was just a trash heap of a backup quarterback that ran a really cool trick play one time. But besides that, I can't remember anything he ever did. Um, so I'm voting Russell Erksleben on this one. Uh, Kevin, your thoughts on this? Uh, I'm voting Erksleben too. <laughs> um, Andrew, do you want to – Vote and broaden out, like explain to people like Russell Erksley. I mean, he's one of these people that is at the top of the list of bad draft picks for the Saints. Is there any further? Well, yeah, first of all, I mean, I, I remember you telling me numerous times that your dad um, has a burning deep hatred. He did. Russell oh, yeah, he did. So I, I think like the previous generation, especially, just has this like disdain for him. It just goes above and beyond any normal level of hatred of a person. So. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously for the people that don't know, he was a kicker, um, and, uh, the Saints used a first round draft choice to get him. Um, and of course he was horrific. I mean, he, he was, they were drafting him and when they got him, they were kind of hoping he would be a kicker punter tandem. So in they other picked words, him 11th, 11th. <laughs> yeah, they picked him 11th and they were hoping, oh, but we're going to get a player that's going to be able to handle both duties for us. So it'll be great. Yeah, um, could do neither. So I think he kicked like eight field goals. He missed four of them, and then he missed a couple extra points. And they're like, "Yeah, you suck." So, and then he was a punter for maybe like a year or two. That was a disaster. Um, and then they got rid of him. So, I mean, he, he's to me one of the all-time just jokes. I mean, first of all, picking a kicker slash punter eleventh in the draft alone. I mean, even if he was amazing, he's stupid. His Mike uh, Buck. Is the flea, pick, flea flicker to Floyd Turner, is that the big play you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was fun. But um, his nickname was Mike Suck, which I thought was always kind of funny. Um, but, Clever. yeah, Eric Slavin is the, uh, the easy choice. Yeah, and before you vote, Dave, that the, the one defense for the Saints with the Eric Slavin clip, the 1979 NFL draft, I'm looking at it, it's pretty fucking horrendous as far as, like, quality players by the time the Saints got got to number eleven, I mean, there isn't like a like a slam dunk guy that they just didn't pick instead. I mean, there was like Charles Alexander who played at LSU and Mark Gastineau and and um, Marty Lyons, but it was pretty slim pickings. But anyway, go ahead, Dave. Well, I mean, here's the thing, and both of these guys I never knew in person, but. You can't I, – I, it seems to me the reason everybody hates him is the guy was a number one round. He was 11th overall draft pick. But, I mean, much like mm-hmm. Ricky Williams, you can't blame him for the stupidity of the Saints. He didn't mm-hmm. ask – he didn't ask to be drafted 11th overall. And, I mean, the fact – I mean, obviously that was like the stupidest move on the part of the Saints. And it's the same thing with Ricky Williams. Okay, he didn't ask for Mike Ditka to give up every single pick just to get – just <laughs> to pick him. Uh, you know, and, and 
you could even say the same thing about Reggie Bush. I mean, Reggie Bush didn't ask to be the second overall pick, and uh, so you can't really blame a guy. Oh, we the fans gets, did. Well, yeah, but hey, you can't, can't really you blame. Just let me hate these guys. Yeah, you can. You know what? I mean, you can hate them. I mean, obviously, he he obviously wasn't even good enough. If he was drafted in the seventh round, his stats obviously weren't even good enough to maybe even stay on the team. Uh, so either way, though, uh, I'm still going to vote for him. All right. The next one is Rick Middleton versus Mike Dicka. Mike Dick is woefully underseated. And I'll let I'll let um, I'll let Kevin describe the just fucking train wreck of Dicka. But but Rick Middleton, people are probably like. Why is he on this list? Who is he? What, what, what's that guy? Saints picked him in 1974. And the reason, the main reason he's on this list is he's a linebacker from Ohio State. And the Saints picked him 13th. The Denver Broncos had the next pick. And they picked a linebacker from Ohio State too, Randy Gratishire. Randy Gratishire made the all-decade team in the 70s, is a borderline Hall of Famer for the Broncos. It's the equivalent of... Whoever picks – it's the equivalent of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Instead of picking Clowney out of South Carolina, picking the other defensive end and the other defensive end not having any legs. Um, I just don't – I don't know how else to describe it. It's, it's, it's one of the sneaky, horrible picks in Saints history, but I'm voting Dicka. Uh, Kevin, explain to the people, just the Mike Dicka, just explain it. <laughs> yeah, Mike Dicka um... – <laughs> Uh, okay, so he essentially won a Super Bowl on the back of Buddy Ryan and the – now I'm forgetting it. Uh, 46 the, defense? Thank you. Wanted to throw a goddamn eight in there for some reason. Um, on the 46 defense, won a Super Bowl and essentially has been coasting on that and his teams, you know – reputation forever and ever so 30 years now yeah so the bears finally got tired of him and the saints are like well shit we we once hired hank stram <laughs> after he was used up so we will gladly come and take mike ditka i mean that guy won a super bowl and so we bring him I'm... in and it's like it's oh it's heath shuler and uh. billy and the billy joes and, uh, you know, de- oh, what's his face? John Forcade. Nioli. And Danny Werfel. Oh, Danny Werfel. Who's not in our, our tournament. He, he, yeah. eh. Werfel is, isn't he? Is he? I don't know. So it, it, it's just a lot of that. Then he goes on SNL and says that the team he's with really sucks. Well, Chief, you're the one coaching him up. And then you leave and go do some other shit. I don't even know. I don't even know what the hell happened to him after that. All I know is one day he turns up on ESPN and he's barking at everybody and everybody's just acting like he's one of the greatest fucking coaches of all time. Meanwhile, Buddy Ryan, (laughs) Buddy Ryan, folks, Buddy Ryan gets shit because the fucking Eagles couldn't do anything when he was in charge or couldn't do enough. Yet, 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 fucking Mike Ditka just coasting on by, coasting by on reputation. 
Oh, so, gotta love it. So I'll assume your vote is for Ditka. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna vote for Ditka. Andrew, um, explain that just how bad Ditka was at drafting, picking players, etc. Well, I mean, it, it's not even just I think that Ditka made the decision that he was going to invest everything he had into Ricky Williams, um, who, you know, I mean, he, Ricky Williams had some problems, I think, mentally, but he wasn't a horrific player. I mean, he just wasn't worth what they gave up to get him. And they um, flipped then, him for two number ones. Yeah, so they did get something back for him at least um, to make it at least salvageable. But, uh, you know, you, you had the Heath Shuler thing. You had just, just player after player. I mean, every decision that he made was a disaster. I mean, when, when your crowning achievement is drafting Chris Maoli, who, who, by the way, is in this tournament, uh, you know that you've failed as a head coach. And unfortunately for the Saints, he had a large part in all the personnel decisions that they made. You know, Rick Middleton, he he was just uh, – the guy couldn't tackle. You know, he was a linebacker, and he lasted two years with the Saints and started only 16 games, and he was done. But, but, um, but Andrew, how do you watch the tape of Ohio State – and look at their linebackers and go, that's the one I want. And the other guy is a borderline Hall of Famer. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, but let's be honest here. Ditka, everything he touched was was a disaster. And like you said, grossly underseated here. So he's got to be the guy. Uh, Dave, if if Mike Ditka was the coach of the Saints now, how many people would you be banning a day on Canal Street Chronicles? <laughs> Thirteen. <laughs> I wouldn't have any members. Uh, obviously, my vote's for Ditka. All right. Um, Dave, I'm going to start you off on the next one. Uh, it's Steve Walsh versus Fred Thomas. Now, Fred Thomas, if you talk about the err of Saints fans, probably under 25, he's really high up the list. Give me your vote on Steve Walsh versus Fred, Fred Thomas, but explain the why people fucking hate Fred Thomas. I mean, you know, <laughs> I hate to tell you, but I mean, he wasn't that bad. But I mean, I think I think what stands out most is uh, what the NFC Championship yeah. game in 2006. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really, that really that whole season. Yeah, I mean, he definitely regressed quickly. But I mean, other prior to that, I think he was serviceable and he was fine. Um, but uh, yeah, he was uh, he was Jason David before Jason David got there. Uh, I don't know. That's I mean, I think that's really unfair. I mean, Fred Thomas, he he was for the Saints. I mean, he was um, he had good. I mean, he had good seasons and they I mean his second contract with the Saints they had to push hard to re-sign him he almost uh uh he almost signed with the Eagles so I mean I I, I feel like oh people... almost oh that's good cool I wish well, he had what's that I wish he had well no I mean that was um you know that was um before you know, before two thousand, it was in two thousand, and he re-signed with that with like in like two thousand three. I mean, he had come off he had come off a uh, a good a good year. You know, I, I just I, I feel like his I feel like he gets a lot of unfair unfair um, destruction. I don't know, Kevin, your thoughts? 
Yeah, I'm looking up uh, numbers for Steve Walsh here. <laughs> oh, and, Lord. I mean, he's pretty fucking terrible. But <laughs> I'm just like, okay, so he's pretty damn terrible. I mean, I, I mean, maybe, I think maybe if you want to hate, if you want to hate on Walsh, it's because Dallas traded Steve Walsh to the Saints for a first, a third, and a second. A one, a two, and a three, baby. Right. <laughs> right. Tripecta. <A> th- <laughs> three, three draft picks for Steve Walsh. And and the funny thing. Randall Cunningham, he ain't. The funny thing is, if you read that book, uh, Boys Will Be Boys by Michael Silver, which is a fantastic look at uh, – the Cowboys building their dynasty and it coming apart. Jimmy Johnson, he drafted Steve Walsh. He thought that Steve Walsh could play in the NFL because he had him in Miami. Then he got him into camp and he's like, he, he, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have the arm. And he told his, he literally told his coaches this. He said, look, we're, you're not talking bad about how Steve Walsh is sucking in practice. You're going to say he looks good. He looks great. He's looking good. We're going to trade him. I'm going to flip him to some team that hadn't seen him yet. And that's what we're going to do. And he damn well did it. Um, but um, They did get to the playoffs. Saints did get to the playoffs with him. Yeah, he did. Um, at 8-8 eight eight of all fucking, you know, things. So one last that, word. That I'm playoff sorry. game was close, too. Yeah, they blocked the, they blocked the field goal and returned it for a touchdown, but they were off sides. I, I st- right. To this day, it was the wrong call. To this day, if the Saints block that field goal, they win that playoff game and – Jim Mora is warmly, warmly loved by Saints fans. But, I remember at the end of that season, there was a lot of optimism about Walsh because even though the Saints put up six points, he played okay in that game. Yeah, he got injured too. I think yeah. I th- ended with four. One last, one last thing on Fred Thomas before we, before we vote, before we do the votes. In 2002, he had five interceptions and 14 pass defense, defense. Passes defended. In 2003, he had four interceptions and 20 passes defended. That 22 passes defended. That is so far from Jason David level, it's not even funny. And because of that, uh, I'm voting Steve Walsh. Dave, who are you voting for? Yeah. Like I said, I mean, Fred Thomas really, he's on this list because of his final season and for that one game. So. I think compared to a guy who maybe was disappointing over the course of a few years, I guess I'll go with that guy. Let's go with Steve Walsh. Uh, Andrew? You know, for me, Fred Thomas, his kind of last two seasons are impressive because he kind of burnt any goodwill he had with the fans in a very short amount of time. So in other words, he had a pretty good legacy up until that point, and if he had just bolted for Philadelphia, he would have been known for for forever as a pretty decent corner for the Saints. But he yeah. had to come back, and uh, that basically, and really that last season where um, everyone kind of blamed him solely for the Saints not making the Super Bowl in 2006. Um, I, I think it's pretty impressive to to basically have the entire fan base turn on you that quickly. Um, I don't think either of these players was that bad. I think Walsh was disappointing given what we traded for him and the fact that he was a first-round pick. But um, he had his moments. Fred Thomas had his moments. Um, 
So I'm going to go with Fred Thomas just because I think he's more widely hated by the fan base. Kevin? Yep. Uh, to call back to something Dave said about the Rick Middleton pick, it's like, do you really blast the player for how they were acquired? So I'm going Fred Thomas because, again, again, if Fred Thomas does not play that shitty, this team never does not get Jason David. Does not get Jason David. Period. 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 Okay. The Saints still. Let me tell you something. This was the. Again, and I've said this in the previous things. As a Saints fan, I basically grew up getting kicked in the nuts and having nothing and having no real glimmer of hope. That season was the fucking hope. And this motherfucker was essentially, essentially just let it dash away. But because we didn't know what the hell was coming, all we knew was this is it. This is our fucking chance. And this motherfucker with the cast on his hand is blowing it. Yeah, I, the the thing about Walsh is, you you, you can you can kind of the Saint. He wasn't his fault. The Saints gave up a one and a two and a three. If you want to hate anybody, hate Jim Finch for. Hate the Saints for doing the trade, but even worse than that, they had a perfectly mediocre quarterback holding out. They could have just fucking given Bobby Bear what he wanted and not yeah. traded for Steve Walsh when yeah. they realized they needed a goddamn quarterback. Yeah. You know? And plus, I have fond memories of, of Steve Walsh and Tech Mobile. Oh, yeah. I'm voting, oh, Fred yeah, Tom- sure. I'm voting Fred Thomas, so what does that make it, Andrew? Is it 2 2? That's. Well, wait, what did Kevin? No, vote? it's three to one. I three voted Fred one. Thomas. Okay. I thought you voted Steve Walsh. Oh, I did. I'll leave it, Steve Walsh. <laughs> so then it's two to two. Wait, then. Wait, are you flipping or are you staying with Walsh? I'll stay as Walsh. So that makes it two two. Right. So yeah, it's, okay. So, so fire it out on Twitter then, somebody. All right. The next one, Vaughn Dunbar versus Boo Williams. I don't even know why Boo Williams is on. This is a this is a bad job by the committee. Um. Dave. Williams is on. I'll tell you why Boo Williams is okay, on. Okay, go ahead. Good, yes. Because I don't know why he's on either. He was like the unsung hero of of the team. Everybody, all the Saints fans loved him, and it was ridiculous because he wasn't that good. He couldn't catch. He was the king of drop passes. Um, he couldn't block at all. He had a horrific um, so, drop in that game against Cincinnati when the Saints went from nine and four to nine and seven and missed the playoffs. Exactly. Yep. So he was just one of those guys who, he, he, you know, he, he was kind of championed by the fan base, but he just really, other than a couple explosive plays he would make downfield, um, he just wasn't that good. So, I mean, I, I would, I mean, I think this is an easy choice. Vaughn Dunbar, another colossal failure of a first-round pick with major fumbling problems to boot. Um, so that's my pick, but I, I, I defend – having Boo Williams in here because I think he really is one of the most overrated players. In Dave, history. you know, I don't, I don't, I disagree with Andrew. I don't think, I don't think there was anything wrong with Boo Williams. I mean, maybe he was overrated. Maybe he wasn't as great as I think fans liked him because his name was Boo. Uh, but there was so, kind of a Walter Thomas phenomenon behind Boo Williams. Well, okay, but but Boo Williams actually played. Walter Thomas lasted sure. 16 seconds. Um, so 
you know, I don't think Boo should even be in this whole thing. But, uh, I mean, Von Dunbar was oh, terrible. I mean, ran the darkness, baby. He was bad. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, wasn't I think that again, another Dick Joe guy? No, that was a that was a oh, Jim Finks, Jim Mora guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got to go with Dunbar. They picked him twenty-one in the draft. Von Dunbar. The Heisman finalist, wasn't he? He was. He was the last time Indiana was relevant in football. Um, yeah, Tracy Porter. Tracy Porter. Yeah. Um, the Saints could have had Carl Pickens, Ashley Ambrose, oh, Jimmy man. Smith, Darren Woodson, or LeVon Kirkland instead of Von Dunbar. Or just nothing. They could have just passed, and it would have been better. Von Dunbar was so bad, by the end of his first year, Fred McAfee was the Saints starting running back. Um, I hate Von Dunbar. I vote Von Dunbar. Dunbar. Uh, clean sweep. Clean sleep. All right. Uh, did we ever get a tiebreaker on Washington? Uh, we have not. ADP? We have not yet. Um, the next one. Oh, this one's a good one. Uh, Dave. Actually, I'm going to start with Kevin on this one because this is this is this was this is teed up for Kevin. The number seven seed, Albert Connell, versus the number fifty-eight seed, Torrance Small. Kevin, explain to the people the joy that was Albert Connell. <laughs> oh man, uh, I had the list. No, I uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I had the list of reasons. In my wallet, I can't seem to <laughs> find them. He did have I maybe don't... the greatest catch in, in Saints history, though. Yeah, I I don't. Uh, yeah, I I don't have my list of reasons for hating on Albert Connell in front of me. My, 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 my wa- yeah, my wallet is apparent. <laughs> my wallet's missing. So, somebody would like to help me find it. They'd be appreciated. Preferably somebody who's not boning my spouse. Well, now ex-spouse, but whatever. Uh, Dave, how much fun would Canal Street Chronicles have with Albert Connell now? <laughs> um, yeah. Could you I just mean, gif, gif that to death, like paste Albert Connell's uh, face like stealing money out of the back of Deuce's pocket? I think I think in today's world with, with all the memes and all that kind of stuff – uh, I think there would be some pretty funny shit out there. Um, yeah, he allegedly stole four thousand dollars from Deuce McAllister. For those that don't know, uh, and he was apparently what bang, banging allegedly. whose wife? Allegedly banging whose wife? Oh no no no! I was I was actually just saying if I could get help, I was making a Joe <laughs> Horn joke. Yeah. Let's go after Joe Horn. Um, but he was released from the team after that whole thing, and he never played in the NFL ever again. And the Saints gave him a pretty big contract. Like, it wasn't – They gave 13, him five, five years, $13 million. Oh, my God. I mean, Which at the time was astronomical. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, Torrance Small, who the fuck is he? <laughs> who is Torrance Small? Yeah, why, why do we hate him? Uh, he was just another big, tall, fast receiver that was just – Terrible. I mean, he constantly dropped passes. Um, I remember he had one huge game in Week 16, a meaningless game, uh, where Aaron Brooks went off against, I think it was the Broncos. And I think Torrance Small in that game 
had about 200 yards receiving. Um, and so everyone was all up on his jock after that. Oh, next year he's going to be a beast. Um, but, of course, he was terrible. Um, and j- just another example of a Saints receiver that I couldn't think get I, open and constantly I think, drop passes. I think it was Jim Everett that threw, threw the pass to him. But, Andrew, now that you mentioned it, I think off of that one game, he got like an offer sheet that the Saints had to match from some team. Sounds right. And uh, he was fucking terrible. Uh, but it's 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 Albert Canell. Uh, Dave, you vote. Yep. Yep. Uh, Andrew. Uh, yep. And I just got a tweet back. Uh, they pick uh, Fred Thomas over Walsh. There you go. Mm-hmm. So that's the three two. All right. This is a fun one. Dave, Ray Zellers, who we'll let uh, Andrew or Kevin explain him, but they're going. Uh, Ray Zellers is going against Roman Harper. Roman Harper, he's up there with Saints fans as being hated. Um, your thoughts? Explain explain the the Saints fans' hatred on Roman Harper. Is it just the Seattle playoff game from 2010? And the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> from 2011. Yeah. Fair enough. But Dave. I mean, no, it's it's not it's not just those two games. I, I think it's also the fact that he had a reputation for not really being able to cover, you know, a, a team a team's number one tight end. But I mean, obviously, <laughs> or any tight end. Yes, yeah, any tight end. Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. Uh, there were two big games, especially the Niners game, um, where he was picked on and. Uh, he was weak in coverage, and it wasn't pretty. But um, I uh, he 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 was that that see uh, I'll I'll go to what 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 Wang has always said. I mean that wasn't really Roman Harper's strength. Roman Harper was much better as a thumper, as playing up at the line and 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 getting sacks. Um, coverage wasn't his thing, and I think Harper would have been much better served. Had, 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 had coordinators used him more in that role and 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 stopped trying to fit Harper a square peg into coverage around hole. Um, I mean, he he led the the league in sacks for safeties, I think, uh, or for defensive backs for quite a lot, quite a while. Um, that was his thing, but coverage yeah. really wasn't his thing. And the Saints never really had somebody that could compliment him. I think I, I think Roman Harper would actually be a good compliment to, to Jairus Bird. Um, you know, since Bird's quick and he can cover a lot of ground, uh, roams the field well, that would leave Roman Harper to do the things that Roman Harper had done well. But we're never going to find out. Um Ray Zellers, I don't even, I don't even know anything about. Him. I fucking hate Ray Zellers, and he gets my vote because he fucking cost me a fucking three hundred dollar fantasy football league way, way, way back in nineteen ninety six. So fuck him. You had him on your fantasy. No, team? he cost me. A, he, the guy, he, the guy was so desperate for running backs, he picked him up off the wire, and Ray Zellers went for like a buck eighty and two scores, and I lost. And I just fucking remember that, and I hate him for it. Uh, Andrew, vote, but explain why Ray Zellers is in this tournament. 
Well, first of all, Ray Zellers, uh, I believe he was a Hazlitt guy, or I'm sorry, a Jim Moore guy, and yeah. um, out of Notre Dame. 95 to 98. I, the thing I remember the most about him was he was kind of a tweener player. In other words, he, he was kind of too small to be a fullback, too fat and slow to be a running back. So he was just kind of one of those backs where you didn't really know what to do with him. Do I hand the ball off to him? Is he supposed to be blocking? Um Career uh, rushing average of 3.5 yards a carry. I'm shocked it's that high. Um, 1970 he wasn't bad, Andrew. He had 550 yards rushing and, yeah, well, and he 31 also, he catches. Six, he also had six fumbles that year. Yeah, he did. He fumbled um, a lot. in a season. Um, and he had 11 <laughs> He had eleven fumbles in four years. Um, so he was a fumbling machine. Couldn't hang on to the football. And I just, I just remember, <laughs> if you remember Jim Moore's rant where he's like, couldn't do anything on offense, couldn't run the ball, couldn't throw the ball. Every time they had the ball, they went down, they got points on it. The whole Bidley Poo rant, Ray Zellers was the feature back of that team. Um, Ray Zellers caused Jim Moore to have a breakdown, is that what you're saying? Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Yeah. So are you are you and, voting? You know, yeah, I guess I am. You know, I think the cover guys, for some reason, in this tournament, they, they're the most hated. I mean, it, you, Jason David, Fred Thomas, Kabuki Jones, Roman Harper – I mean, for some reason, the cover guys yeah, um, seem to get most of the anger from the fan base, much more than a guy that couldn't block or uh, a receiver who couldn't catch or a quarterback that was garbage. I mean, I really feel like um, the, the DBs that were victimized often um, catch the most flack. But, you know, Harper was part of a Super Bowl team, a starter, and he, he made a Pro Bowl. So I'm, I'm going zealous. Kevin? I'll go Zellers based on your, uh, you know, <laughs> hatred of him my for the per- fantasy my, football. My and, per- uh, it's personal hatred. I, I don't. Yeah. It's not based in facts or anything. Although no, I hey, forgot about uh, the well, fumbling until Andrew had mentioned it. Hey, hey man. It, w- w- when when has anything I've ever really done been based upon facts or evidence or or uh, reasonable conjecture? I'm willing to latch on your uh, irrational dislike yeah, of the man. The man makes the point. Dave, do you have any? Do you, are you going to make it a clean sweep or do you? Yeah. Yeah, no clean sweep. All right, next one. I, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the way it's gonna, it's gonna go on Canal Street Chronicles when we get to yeah. to that. Oh, next. this one, this one, I, this one, Kevin, Kevin, or this one's for you. This one is is, is a going for you, Dave, too. We got um, Grady Jackson versus Gary Quazzo. Dave, were you around for the fun and joyousness of Grady Jackson? Uh, no, not really. No. All right, then. I'm going to – Kevin, explain to the people the fat, disgustingness. No, 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 no. You, you let Andrew do Grady Jackson. <laughs> Andrew, go Please. ahead. Well, the nickname is Gravy for a reason. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> the, dude, the dude liked to eat. He did. Um, and he, he, he was kind of like John Jenkins. If he were to eat Broderick Bunkley. Um, <laughs> and so polish that, him off kinda... to the side of Jonathan Sullivan. It is. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he was one of those guys that could never keep his weight under control. He was actually good in the NFL for several teams, you know, the, the seven games that you know, he was under 350. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was just such a fat tub of Florida. He, he couldn't move. He he really was just. He got him into open space, moving the sideline to sideline, and it was just it was just not pretty. Yeah, and the thing is, 
Um, there are some fat guys that as they get older in the NFL, like Sam Adams and, and even Tony Saragusa is as terrible as he is on Fox. Like they realize that they're fat, but they're like, okay, I'm a fat guy and I have one job to do to plug up the hole. And they play hard pretty consistently because they realize their, their job. Grady Jackson didn't give a fuck. And it was, he would just get moved around. It was, he was awful. <laughs> Wasn't um, he else? He was. Wasn't he on the same rosters as uh, as Wayne Gandy? Yeah, he was. Oh yes, he God! Was. You see, that's the, see, that's the thing. Like, I have a deep, I have a more deep seated hatred for Wayne Gandy than yeah, I do for Grady Jackson. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Grady Jackson was getting beat like a fucking drum, but Wayne Gandy, ugh. But yeah, the, yeah, the two of those guys. Seriously, they should, they should be handcuffed together, and just thrown. Oh, no, I'm not going to finish that sentence because that's – They should have been Grady Gandy and combined the two of them. Yeah. Um, they, was Grady Jackson the one who owned like restaurants or like nah. – uh, No, that wings? was Norman Hannon. Oh, yeah, Norman yeah, 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 yeah. Poor, oh, Norman Hannon is beloved. He, no. he he was good. He was really good in the, the, the 2000 year. Norman Hannon had no place in this tournament. No. Uh, Gary Quazzo is who's, – who's Grady Jackson is facing? Gary Quazzo. Uh, <laughs> is he, he was Italian? The... <laughs> The Saints, this is a story told to me by a buddy. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's great, so I'm going to tell it. He claimed that the Saints, the only reason they picked him was because he was the backup to Johnny Unitas, and he looked good on the front of a program. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but it's a good story. Uh, he was fu- – he and, – and the Saints in the 60s, because he was going to be the quarterback, they, they – the the network that Buddy D worked for, they did the Gary Quazzo show as like the quarterback. And then he got beat out by Billy Kilmer. And Billy Kilmer would always make fun of Buddy D and be like, hey, buddy, I can't, I can't do an interview right now. I got to go home and catch the Gary Quazzo show when Billy Kilmer, <laughs> when Billy Kilmer was starting, which I just I – lo- I would have Buddy they, like, tell that story like every six months. I just – I loved it so much I didn't care. But that doesn't give you a reason to hate Gary Quazzo. You gotta vote Grady Jackson because he's a fat, lazy. He was. If if you if you made a poster describing the Jim Haslett era, Grady Jackson's gotta be on the poster. Uh, Dave, vote. I mean, Gary Quazzo. It sounds like he's a nice Italian guy from New Jersey. So there's no way I could possibly beat him. <laughs> Montclair, uh, New Jersey, to be specific. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and he's good looking, which makes sense since he's Italian. So, I mean, I got to go with But is his blood, is his blood filled with sugar? (laughs) It's probably filled with (laughs) sausage and spaghetti. Uh, So I'm going to go with Grady Jackson for sure. Uh, Andrew? I'm going with Blazo. I mean, he's the first quarterback in Saints history, right? He is. Um, And I I feel like these old-timers, we need to give them some love, too, because the Saints are so much worse in the 60s and 70s than they were from 80 on. So, um, and Quazzo was kind of the first. You know, he was the the forefather of all these god-awful quarterbacks that that would ensue. So, um, three and seven records, seven touchdowns, 12 picks. Um, and like you said, the Saints felt it was a genius move to get him because he was Johnny Unitas' backup, the great Johnny U. And clearly uh, this guy was nowhere near on that level. So I'm going with, with Quazzo. Uh, Kevin. Grady Jackson, man. <laughs> it's got to be Grady Jackson. Yeah, yeah. It's got to oh, be Grady. It's Grady. 
It's great. All right, three one, right? Yeah. This is our last. This is our last matchup in this bracket. Um, Ted Gregory versus Lindsey Scott. Uh, I'm gonna go and explain Lindsey Scott for the people, and uh, I'll let uh, Andrew because he's been. We argued. We argued vociferously over Ted Gregory being in this tournament or not. Um, Lindsey Scott, the Saints drafted him in 1982 uh, with the 13th pick. Uh, he couldn't catch, but he loved to do cocaine. <laughs> um, and I thought of that joke. Put five that in the ago. media guide. <laughs> I thought of that joke five minutes, and I've been saving it. Uh, and so that's all you need to know about Lindsey Scott. But Andrew, I'm so. Explain Ted Greg- Ted Gregory and why he should be on this bracket of most, most hated Well, first of all, Deadspin did a 100 worst NFL players of all time. And uh, actually, Jason David makes makes a, an appearance on this at number 55. Um, Happy Feller, uh, the former Saints kicker, and Heath Schuler um, are both on this, but... Uh, Ted Gregory tops them all at number eight. He did. Um, and the, the, the story goes, um, he was drafted by the Broncos by, by Dan Reeves in the first round. And, uh, you know, they, they basically got uh, misinformation. They were told that he was a beast of a defensive tackle and that he was six one. So they drafted him, and at the time, the six one defensive tackle was, was, was tall. So um, they, they draft him. He shows up at camp and he's five nine. Um, Didn't they have the scouting combine then? Did they they measure fucking people? No, nah, I mean they, I don't know. They got misinformation. So, um, so anyway, they they basically trade him to the Saints. And if you remember Sean Knight, who is widely viewed as one of the worst draft picks in. I would have loved to heard that phone call on that trade. Yep. Basically, <laughs> said, "Hey, uh, Sean, Sean Knight, you hate him and he's awful, right?" Okay, well, how about how about we take him off your hands and you take Ted Gregory? And the Saints basically thought, well, I don't know how bad this Ted Gregory guy is, but he's a first-round pick, and he can't be any worse than Sean Knight. Well, he was worse. <laughs> um, so uh, for me, I mean, for me personally, Ted Gregory is is a, a strong contender to take this all the way. So easy pick what? for me. I don't think so. Dave. Uh... He's the number eight worst of all. Uh, that's been top 100 ever. He's yeah, but I don't eight. think I don't think nine out of ten Saints fans could pick him out of a lineup for like. I don't so they, know. If they don't know who he is. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. So Dave, make a selection. But to be fair, I don't know who either of these guys are, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> uh, I mean, Andrew's so convinced on Ted Gregory. I'm just gonna go with him. All right, I'm going Lindsey Scott because I'm proud of my joke. Kevin. <laughs> and is it Ted Gregory's fault that the that he was misscouted? It's Jesus Christ. God, here he goes again. Well, we're trying to, you know, we're blaming the victim here. Hell yeah, we Blame, are. We're blaming the victim. <laughs> Kevin, uh, your thoughts. I'm going to read, I'm going to read the last paragraph on Ted Gregory's Wikipedia page. Hang on. Never trust a guy with two Wait. God damn it, dog. Um, Gregory blew out his knee in his, in his third game with the Saints and never played in the NFL again. 
after a series of failed business ventures drained his life savings. He took a job as a construction worker only to have that end due to a ruptured disc in his back. Dude, that sounds like this a... poor fucking man! <laughs> I want to give him a hug! <laughs> give him a few bucks out of my pocket! <laughs> I think Albert Connell's got the money! <laughs> I got a phone for Ted Gregory! <laughs> you gotta put that... That's You have a new opening already. I know I do. That is a, that's like an outside the lines episode on ESPN. <laughs> oh, Interestingly oh, enough, too, look, he's from uh, Long Island. All right, Andrew, this is a strong second round matchup. Whoa. This is a this is this is a, a <laughs> Russell Erksleben versus Ditka, Andrew. Oof. And this is this is hard. I mean, Erksleben is two overall for a reason. You know, I mean, he's a one seed. He's a second. We see that he's yeah. second overall. Um, so, man, this is tough. Um, Dicka has never been convicted of a felony, if that comes in the eye blinking. Yeah, I mean, the one fond memory I have of Dicka is getting hassled by fans um, on his way into the players' tunnel. And uh, a cameraman getting a shot of him grabbing his balls <laughs> and pointing at the fans. Um, so that, that was for that entertainment alone. I'm going with Erksleben. Uh, I'm going Ditka because my father. I mean, I'm going with Russell Erksleben because my father's looking down at me and he hated Russell Erksleben with a passion of a thousand sons. And I can't, even though I Ditka's strong. I got to vote Erksleben. My favorite mo- memory of Ditka is when Benson fired everybody the Monday after the season ended. Fox News, Fox Channel 8 had this little graphic, Benson's bomb, with like an atomic bomb with a mushroom cloud, <laughs> which I really liked. But I'm voting Erksleben, and Kevin. Uh, God. It's like Erksleben has just become such a joke that it it's just – it's – it's like lost. It started to lose all meaning. Like yeah. it's 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 like Millhouse saying Jiminy Jellicers again and again. Um, so I'm gonna go Ditka. Dave. Oh, you gotta go Dick Ditka. <laughs> okay. You gotta. All right. All right, Dave. This next one's pretty tough. So it's, it's, it's tied, right? We, no. We gotta... Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Fire it out on Twitter. All right. So next one, Dave. Fred Thomas Vaughn Dunbar. I mean, I didn't think Fred Thomas should be here. I, I, I thought Steve Walsh should have beat him in the first round. Again, uh, I don't think Fred Thomas was that bad. So I'm going to go with Vaughn Dunbar. I'm going Vaughn Dunbar, too. Vaughn Dunbar was fucking atrocious. Uh, Kevin? I'm going Vaughn Dunbar. <laughs> Clean sweep. Clean sweep. All right. Kevin, Albert Connell, Ray Zellers. Uh, yeah, Ray, yeah, you're, you're, you're 
passionate uh, rant about Ray Zellers is not going to get him in <laughs> no. the third round. I'm voting Albert Connell on that. Uh, I'm voting Albert Connell as well. A- Albert Connell, if uh, if you had a Mount Rushmore of bad Saints players, I think it might be Erksleben and, Con- and Connell would be locks because of their criminality. Uh, so I go Albert Connell. Uh, Andrew? Uh, yeah, Connell. Dave? Clean. Wait, what? What, Albert, what did he... Albert Connell or Ray Zellers? Who did you just vote for? He voted Connell. Oh, but he said Thomas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, clean sweep. All right. Uh, Andrew, Grady, Jackson, Ted Gregory. This one's a tough one. Ted Gregory. Kevin. It's... <laughs> you just... Jesus. It's not. It's, it's really not. It really... <laughs> I mean... Dude, the only way this could be the only way Grady Jackson is advancing is if you tell me he got the gout. I mean, I'm voting Ted Gregory, man. This is the pony I'm riding post to post. I'm voting Ted Gregory. I'm voting Ted Ted Gregory just because I know I might be able to get four new opens if we can advance him <laughs> along. Uh so Dave, go ahead. Well, it's meaningless, I guess, but so I'll just uh, I'll I'll throw a vote for Grady Jackson just for Grady Jackson, and, he, and he'll eat that vote. Has uh, <laughs> has anyone has anyone gone on Twitter to break the tie? Yeah, uh, me and Dave, uh, me and uh, uh, <laughs> Juge have. Yeah, yeah I'm have... still waiting. I'm still waiting on a vote. All right. Yep. Uh, so while we wait on that vote, Albert Connell, Ted Gregory, Ted Gregory. Yeah, he's on the. The, the 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 top hundred list of, of worst players, but but Saints people don't even know who the fuck he is. Albert Connell, man. <laughs> right. Albert Connell, man. If he did that today, ESPN would just cover it wall to wall. It might round the clock. It might make the breaking news headline on CNN.com. It's got to be Albert Connell. Uh, Dave, go ahead. Yeah, Connell. Andrew, you're gonna make a hey, Gregory. Okay, so do we have a uh, Ditka? Or I want more helium. I want more helium. I know it's sad. I thought about is we ha- we don't have a tie break yet. No. no so we'll, we'll, what was uh, Kevin's pick for Ditka? Ditka, I just got one in. Ditka. Okay, Ditka. So there you go. Yes. So Ditka Von Dunbar. I hated for. Well, wait, wait, wait. Who, who won the uh, Who won the other one? Albert Con- Albert Connell's in the final. Did, did Wait, Kevin I didn't. No, I didn't vote yet. For what? For which one? Yeah, it's, it's oh Connell and Gregory. I, vo- I voted Gregory. Vote. Yeah, I voted Gregory. I voted Connell. I voted Connell and Andrew did. So oh, it's two two. So fire that one on Twitter. All right, hang on. So Andrew, um, so we're, so we got Ditka versus Von Dunbar. This isn't a contest. It's got to be Ditka. Andrew? Yeah, I mean, Ditka, you know, Dunbar couldn't hold on to the football. He got injured, but, I mean, Ditka was just a disgrace. So, Andrew? Um, yeah, yeah, it's got to be Ditka. Definitely Ditka. All right. I don't know how he's a 34 seed. He's not. He was woefully underseeded. But we did this We did this bracket in the course of a two hours over email. We, we made some errors. <laughs> Kevin? Some. Some. Um, quite a few. Yeah, I'm going, Ditka. Yeah, we might have to put Mike Cirillo in this bracket, the last one. 
He might have to be a late addition. He's pretty fucking hated. He was never employed by the organization. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, but he's he was never a saint. But he what wait, they never this, What do you mean he's this, never this, this is worst saint ever. Cirillo was never a saint. But I mean, he's like he never got a paycheck. He was like a What was he like an in, intern or something? What did he do? No, I think he was just like Sean Payton's boy. Or you know, yeah, I think he just like hung out and stuff. Yeah. I don't think he was ever officially employed. Yeah. I thought I think you're thinking of Osteen, Mike Osteen, the guy that went to prison. Cirillo uh, was like a, I don't know, you might be right, but anyway. So we're waiting on Albert Connell and Ted Ted Gregory to be broken. Yeah, you're right. I might be thinking of Bornstein. Yeah, you're thinking of Bornstein because. Cirillo was like a assistant, assistant, assistant coach. Yeah, he he was the he was the bounty gate source, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Have we got a have we got a tiebreaker for Albert Connell and Ted Ted Gregory? No, not yet. All right. Is there anybody that's around that can break the tie? My wife is not here. My wife will go nuts on me. She's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, my dog doesn't talk, so I can't ask him. All right. Um, does anybody have a coin we can flip? Uh, no. I have a uh, a bottle cap. That's good enough. Flip it. Okay. Uh, if it lands on the top, it's who? It's Connell. Be... All right. And if it lands upside down, it's Gregory. It's, uh, Gregory. Gregory it is. All right. Wow. Scientific Mike... shit, guys. Mike Ditka versus Ted Gregory. Dave, <clears throat> vote. Oh, Ditka for show. Uh, I'm gonna vote, dude. It's not even a, this. If this was, this would be a 50 point blowout. This, it's not even, <laughs> it's not even close. Uh, as much as, as much as I want Ted Gregory to be in the final and Kevin to just have like 45 minutes of healing as he just reads the last paragraph of the Wikipedia over and over again, it's got to be Ditka. Andrew, go. Ted Gregory. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, look, look, man. You know, you can only ride Gonzaga. In the uh, in the in your NCAA tournament bracket for so long before you finally have to say, ah, man, do I really want to put him in the Final Four? And you just got to say no, no. So yeah. I I will uh, go Mike Ditka. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh right now we got it we got the fine we got Mike Ditka, Jason David, and uh, every linebacker, every Hazlitt linebacker. I mean that's a strong. Three. We got one more bracket to go. Yeah, um, and I tell you what, there's a lot of strong fuckers that can come out of this final bracket here. A lot okay. of strong, lot of strong guys. <laughs> I mean, so we did this bracket before we get out of here, because because Andrew's got to get to bed because he's got to he's got to bring a sick child for a for a five minute operation. Um, I'm gonna fire off uh, some rapid fire Twitter questions. Uh, this is my favorite, uh, Kevin. Uh, in an elevator with Sharper and Roddy White, kill both, kill one, or bet Roddy Sharper can't kill him and watch Roddy not pay up. Jesus Christ, man! Ask that question again. You said it so fast. All right. If you're in an elevator with Darren Sharper and Roddy White, do you kill both? Do you kill one, or do you bet Roddy that Darren Sharper can't kill him and then watch Roddy not pay up on the bet? It's a pretty confusing question, I'll admit. Yeah, it is. Uh, because 
really, <clears throat> really, it the it there are like why would you not kill but like why would you not <laughs> kill both then? I mean, it's like kill one or killed. Well, yeah, you would take doing two. Like I, I that's really a bad a bad way to ask that the the the, the gun question. And and I'll I'll make it quick. The joke after the guy moved the Brooklyn Dodgers to Los Angeles is is if you had a gun with only two bullets and you walk into a room and there's Hitler, there's Stalin, and there's the guy that owned the Brooklyn Dodgers who moved them to Los Angeles, well, which two guys do you shoot? And all the Brooklynites would say, well, you 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 plug the bastard that owned the Dodgers twice. <laughs> My dad would say that. Exactly. Dave. So, so that's, so that's kind of the answer. Dave, why hasn't Drew Brees and Deuce McAllister made a buddy cop movie yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what, what would it be called? I don't know. I mean, obviously, Deuce could just keep continue to go by Deuce, but we'd have to come up with something clever for Brees, like something in the Deuce. Double D, Deuce and, Deuce and Drew? I don't know. <laughs> the, the double D. I feel like Joe Vitt and Rob Ryan need to make a buddy <laughs> I think that is where this is. Andrew, this question is for you. Vitt Fre- and Fat Man. Fred, Fred Phelps the, rises from the grave, and as punishment for NOLA uh, debauchery, we either have to trade Rob Ryan in return for Gary Gibbs, or we have to trade Jarvis Bird for Roman Harper. What trade do you make? Ugh. Um, I think it's easy, but yeah, I think you trade Jarvis Bird because we've already seen what the Rob Ryan defense can do without him. Kevin, if if Roger Goodell were an ice cream flavor, what flavor would he be other than Dick? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's supposed to be pralines and Dick. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, Dave, he would be. Dave's he, he, blood is full of uh, pralines and Chris, uh, Christmas mint, Christmas mint ice cream with those little chunks of fucking mint in there that you, you that just you chip your teeth on, and they're just it just over it just overpowers your taste buds, and it's just gross. <laughs> Dave, if ginger if, dick. If, Dave, if football doesn't work out for Michael Sam. Can he try out as a sensation? For the record, that's a that's a question from my gay dad, and that's from Super Saiyan Saint. Uh, I'm not gonna answer that one. <laughs> I would say I would say yes because male cheerleaders are coming. We're a progressive society, and it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. They'll have some male sensation cheerleaders. I think the Ra- don't the Ravens have male cheerleaders? They might, yeah. They get like I saw in Deadspin, they get like eight dollars a game pay. All right, last question, and this is since Andrew, thanks for staying with us. Rob Ryan has animal names for all his defensive players. If Peyton de- decides to follow his lead, what would players on offense be? Colston would be the gazelle. <clears throat> so. Who else? Let's see. Is there. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, that's the end of the Twitter question. So that was uh, a good we'll, answer. Well, we'll say yeah, yeah. I tell you, well, let's save let's save that for next podcast. All right. We'll save that. We'll say we'll we'll uh, we'll mark we'll mark that one. Um, but.
But thanks Kyrie to everybody Robinson for joining us. Go to, go to Saints Nation. Andrew was a son of a bitch today and practically cla- crashed a whole network of April Fool's joke for the ages. Read it. It's glorious. Go to Canal Street Chronicles. <laughs> fill out the bracket. We're still going strong. Uh, Kevin's going to have a power ranking bright and early tomorrow at 545, so you want to be up and at him for that. <laughs> up and at him. So, uh, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, I'm Ralph, uh, and so long, uh, until next week. How I met Ted Gregory. <laughs> <laughs>
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 